Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. It's time for the Natural State Football Report with Clint Conk. Taking a closer look at football across the great state of Arkansas with the winningest coach in UCA history. The Natural State Football Report is brought to you by Farm Brothers Flying Service. For the past decade, they've been providing crop dusting services to the farmers of Southeast Arkansas, and they can help you too. Call 870-26300. And brought to you by Kitchens Truck Sales. For all types of used trucks and trailers for almost all industries, especially farming and farming related. KitchensTruckSales.com Now... Let's toss around the pigskin in the zone with Justin, Wes, and the coach. All right, welcome back, coach. How are you? Doing great, Wes. Yes. When can I get Fox 16 back? (laughs) Uh, Get an antenna, plug it into your TV, and you got it. I mean, it's that simple. I I got it. I'm waiting for young kids to come home to app me up. I'll come over and get you squared away. Okay. YouTube. TV. I got it. I, I heard it last time. TV. I can't watch the World Series. I can't watch Coach. Fox Sunday well, no, game. Luckily, nobody watched it last night. So if you can get it fixed today, <laughs> you can watch tonight. Get a night, so we can rain out last night. That's right. Yeah, if you turned on the buzz last night after I told you on the show yesterday we're going to carry baseball right. instead of football, and you turn it on, we got football, that's because there was a rain out last night. So there I, you go. I was aware. Yeah. But still, I have no Fox. All right, moving on. So, all right, the Razorbacks won. Don't know if you heard. And Brian Harson also got canned. Right. It was a recurring theme with Arkansas schools this week. Uh, don't beat a team too bad. Their coach might get fired. Yep. So, uh, we our take was we kind of got what we expected. We thought Arkansas was clearly the better team. Thought they'd run it, you know, plenty, and they waited until the second half to do it. Right. And they'd also get some chunk plays in the pass game. They were clearly the better team, and they they proved it. Yeah, you know, first uh, six, eight minutes, kind of back and forth turnovers. Uh, both mm-hmm. teams showed a lot of rust. Uh, w- w- was it really a fumble? I mean, you know, I'm going, is this deja vu mm-hmm. all over again? Um, but, no, they asserted themselves. The better team, um, you know, Bigsby was a problem early. An athletic quarterback was a problem. But, again, too much depth, uh, too much K.J. Jefferson, too much Rocket Sanders. I thought the defense played better. You know, um, yeah, um, mostly a four down front until they got into obvious passing situations, but it was four down or blitz. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, just a dominant effort, uh, 600 yards offense, shut those guys down. But an athletic quarterback, you know, was a bugaboo for him uh, really throughout the game. But uh, distanced themselves, Auburn got a cheap touchdown, then they fired their coach. Assuming Chavis is back and obviously Slusher's back. Yeah, and he made an impact early. Yeah, You could see him show up and flash. Do we feel like, you know, Arkansas's defense can be noticeably better for the duration, the last last four here? Where, again, you're not going to shut people down, but maybe you don't have to score 45 to win every game? Be nice to score 45, though. Well, it'd be cool, Coach. I like score 50. Yeah, there you go. I mean, our goal was to score 38 or 39 every game, but... um, yeah, I think they're better. I mean, they're healthier now. Um, they kind of know who they are, obviously. They're not going to change. But getting personnel back was important and will be important if they can get the other DB back, I believe. Is that right, yeah. Davis? And so um, He's apparently back at practice. So Yeah, I mean, they're going to be tested this week on the back end by Liberty. Uh, they will you know, throw it around a little bit. Their rush offense will be tested this week because Liberty's pretty good against the run. Now, Liberty hasn't played the schedule that Arkansas mm-hmm. has. You know, and you said you did a deep dive. I kind of caught parts of that. 
What happened in the Gardner-Webb game? I mean, it was an FCS game at home. They kind of just pedestrian one by one point, you know, um, kind of slept walk through that game, I guess. But, I think you uh, nailed it. Yeah, but but everybody else, I mean, God, they showed up against BYU. I mean, that was embarrassing for BYU, uh, quite frankly. But um, and I will say they've had quarterback issues. They they're one of the they're, there's like seven teams in the country that have started three different quarterbacks this year, right. and Liberty's the only one that's got the record that they have of what seven and one. Uh, so th- they've had quarterback issues, but they've settled apparently, and they've settled. They've now. settled the last yes. couple of weeks on the guy. So, you know, as you transition out of the Auburn game, I think he came out pretty healthy. Obviously, we found out about Johnson, the running back, tearing his ACL, but has not really been a factor this year. Been mm-hmm. hurt most no. of the year. Spot play. Uh, Arkansas is healthy. They're going to have the better team. They're playing at home. Um, Liberty is a good team. Hugh Freeze has had two weeks to prepare. You kind of go back to the Bobby Petrino having time to um, game plan, uh, you know, against Arkansas. Hugh Freeze has that same type of offensive mentality. Uh, they'll come in with a good plan. Uh, they will probably early sting a little bit, but I think in the long run, Arkansas, you know, outpaces them, uh, out physical, if that's the correct word, sure. uh, their fronts it. and you know offensive mm-hmm. defensive line, they get the running game going. You got to be proud how KJ Jefferson's playing in the pass game, though. What a ton of confidence the receivers are, by and large, catching the ball. Uh, you saw Landers this week have a big week. It seems like it's a different kind of guy every week, but Landers seems to really be now him and Hazelwood kind of a go-to guys. So I look for Arkansas to have a nice nice Saturday up on the hill. They're really going after Keytron too. They're, they're trying to get the ball to Keytron, right? Right. And, and it's just not—they're not on the same. They're, it's a little off, but I like the fact that they're trying to get the ball to him. I think he's uh, maybe the most talented yep. wide receiver they have, and if they can get on the same page, that's going to add something to the offense. Well, anytime you can roll out two, three threats at wide receiver uh, with that offensive line protecting and a confident, a confident quarterback playing, you know, on platform. Standing tall in the pocket, making good throws. I mean, a couple of those throws across the middle where he had to go one to two to three mm-hmm. was very impressive. And you can just see the growth in Jefferson now. But you're right. If they can get that third receiver going, who is very talented, uh, Keytron Jackson, then uh, down the road they're going to need that because they've got Liberty this week, obviously, and you don't want to look past them because you can't. Um, but you've got LSU and some other people down the road that are pretty talented. You like um... – the Dominion, obviously, they've got a lot of faith in him. It was kind of like you know with uh, Dominic Johnson last year. It was right. You know they kind of turned things over to him. And, and sad news this week that he's out for the rest of the year with an ACL. But um, Dominion's a guy they obviously trust. Maybe some more Wildcat. I mean, how do you want to see them utilize that? Because obviously KJ is great in the short ter- short yardage too. But you don't want to abuse him too much. Yeah, I mean, I think the fact that they can go three deep in any situation, whether it be Wildcat or just you know first and ten out in the middle of the field, and have the confidence to throw a freshman in there. Um, is uh, is huge, you know, because they have depth there. They've got talent there. Offensive line is big and strong. They're healthy, um, and of course you got the the fourth animal back there, which is Jefferson. So, um, I mean, they're very difficult to defend when their passing game is good, because we know how well they run the football, and Dominion has been a big part of that. Um, you know, he has taken advantage of the fact that Johnson got hurt early, couldn't play, obviously you know, showed well in practice and camp and those kind of things. And so he's earned the right of the staff to get those touches, whether it be on the goal line or first and 10 out in the, in the middle of the field. So, um, Is there any fear that Arkansas overlooks these guys? 
Well, I don't think after the Missouri State game, no. And I think all they got to do is throw the BYU film on. And they got a number yeah. next to their name. I mean, I just think all that. Mm-hmm. If you're yeah, a player, you, that's right. You've got a you've got a nationally ranked opponent. You're playing for a bowl eligibility this week. Is that that's right. right? Yep. Yep. They get to six. They What's get... the bowling ball's name? Huh? I don't remember. Okay, so you're playing for bowl eligibility. You're playing a nationally ranked opponent. You hadn't been home in like six years, so you're getting <laughs> to play at home. Uh, even though it's an early game, I believe is that right? Yeah, three o'clock. Oh, three o'clock is still early. I mean, eleven a.m. next week for LSU. Yeah, that's right. So, uh, which is gross. Arkansas. I mean, that ought to be a night game, right? Yeah. I would think. But uh, anyway, uh, yeah, I don't think they overlook them. Again, you, you go back. Coaches are going to be talking about the Missouri State game, mm-hmm. you know, and then they're going to just throw the BYU film on. In Wake Forest, you lose to a point to a team. Yeah, that's, that's right. Seventeen in the country, or they would be undefeated. Yeah, and probably right. Liberty, Liberty would be undefeated. Okay. Mm-hmm. Little little yeah. paper tiger maybe with Wake, but still, no, you're right. I mean, no. they played a lot of close games too, so they're not going to be nervous if it comes down to the wire. That's for sure. No, but they have not played in this type of environment. Uh, I don't think this year. Uh, what's Wake? No, what's no, Wake no. get seven thousand? I mean, Wake, Wake no. gets about twenty five, thirty thousand people. <laughs> so they have not played in this they environment. They play Ole Miss last year, so they've yeah, I mean, they sure. played them close. Yeah, and uh, so they've been in that environment. Or a lot of these kids have. 50,000 people is a lot different than 70 or 75,000. Or, anyway. or 80 or 90, yeah. Yeah, that's right. So, But point being, I think this is a good football team, a top 30, 40 football team in the country. They're nationally ranked. They've got a good offense. They've got a heck of a football coach uh, who I competed against when he was at uh, A-State and when he was at Ole Miss. He's a heck of a football coach. Just signed uh, $5 million for Mm-hmm. Eight years or something like that. Good negotiator, at least. Yeah. So, um, anyway, but I do think Arkansas is going to be much more physical, much more talented, and deeper. I made this statement earlier in the show that uh, I th- there's a chance, I believe, that this could be the second-best team they've played. Right. Hayden Henry just uh, tweeted us and said that uh, Liberty beat Gardner-Webb by one, beat Akron by nine, beat Southern Miss by two and four overtimes. I agree that they may play as tough Saturday and they are a formidable opponent, but they are not better than Mississippi State or South Carolina. Yeah, stick that in your pipe and smoke it, Wes. You think that was directed at you? Yes. Okay. They are. They're better than South Carolina. No doubt better than South they're, Carolina. They're probably on offense they are. I Mississippi State, that's the argument. Are they better than Mississippi State? Well, I'll, I'll go with the guy who played – four years of college football, but it's fine to each their own. We'll find out on Saturday. Geez, thanks for having my back there, partner. Well, listen, I I don't know because there there have been some like, what? And then there have been like some, whoa. Are there boxing gloves in here? No, but I mean, this is this is pretty <laughs> mild for us. I know. This is, uh, I don't think we know. I agree with you. You yeah. can make an argument, and they yeah. are going to be good, and they are going to be well coached, and I don't know. Arkansas shouldn't be, Arkansas, I don't want them to be in a position to have to worry about this. They, they will remind you of Cincinnati. That's concerning. That they will remind you. Do they have Cincinnati. a quarterback that can throw the deep ball? Talent-wise, <laughs> I, I think they'll remind you kind of Cincinnati. We need to move on. Let's go to Arkansas State very briefly because they're off this week. We can talk yep. more about them next week. But um, let me ask you one one point blank question. Yep. How much is injury in a second year situation an excuse? It may not be an excuse, but it can be a reality. And you have to live in that reality. They have yeah. had a significant swath yeah. of injuries yeah. everywhere. I watched them the other day. They're not very good. And I, and I didn't hear Coach Jones the other day, and I'm sure he laid it all out in the plan for the future and so forth, as he should have. Um, they're just not a very good football team. They're not very big. They're not overly athletic. The quarterback is the is, is a legit dude. I mean, he is a good player on a not a very good team right now. Uh, they don't have any size at running back. They don't have really size at receiver. 
per se. Maybe one guy, six two, maybe. Um, their lines look smaller than they have in the past, and I think that's where they've had some issues. Just a few linemen out, yeah. But you can't you can't win football games at any level rushing for minus 19 yards. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's what they did Saturday the against, last, a, against a good team. If you look at the last three or four games, too, and again, I think it all goes back to the offensive line. The last three or four games, they're averaging about 15 yards a game. Yeah, so, you know, obviously they got to get healthy. they got to hit the portal. They've got they've got kids that they're redshirting. They've got to develop. So there's got to be a plan in place. And He wants to pound high school. He wants to develop the program that way, and that's cool. The question is, is the administration going to be patient for that? Because it's going to take a couple years. Yeah, and it does. Um, you know, I, I'm not on the inside there. I just know this. That does not look like the Arkansas State team that we saw from 2009 to 2017 or 18. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't look anything like it outside of the quarterback. Sunbelt's a lot better, right? Now and the Sunbelt's a lot better. So that's tough, too. Yeah. All right, let's go on to UCA. It was an historic night in Conway. Mm. Luckily, the Storms held off, had some rain off and on, and in spite of that, the Bears had their second greatest offensive output in school history and the most in the Division One era and the second most rushing yards and the most in the Division One era. It's pretty wow. sickening. Yeah, it was a complete domination domination and and uh, then north alabama fired their coach after and they fired their coach but uh all three facets of the game kick return the defense the offense multiple players on offense put up career nights i mean just uh that's what the doctor ordered for homecoming and um i know the crowd was probably held down because of the weather a little bit but uh man what a what a, what a thorough thrashing now things get a little bit different this week they've got eastern kentucky up in richmond kentucky mm-hmm who just came off a road win against Southeast Missouri, I think. Come back when they're down 13 nothing at the half. Yeah, so, uh, you know, the next couple of weeks, uh, next three weeks, will really determine the Bears' season. You know, they've got uh, at Eastern, at Stephen F. Austin, mm-hmm. and then they're home against Jacksonville State, who is and 7-2 right now and yep. transitioning up. So, but last Saturday, um, just a complete, thorough domination against the North Alabama team that's obviously transitioning, that's not transitioning very well. Yeah feel terrible for their coach i am not a mid-season fire guy i mean i just i'm, I'm a support the coaches you know at the end of the year have your evaluation if it's not good enough fine um whatever but uh, uh it's unfortunate coach willis lost his job but again i'm so happy for nathan brown and his staff and those players that's exactly what the doctor order was it was a dominating performance on saturday they're blowing out 49 49 51 62 the yeah, last and they're four. playing super on offense, no yep. question about it. All right, let's talk about uh, UAPB. We're going to hear from their interim head coach and athletic director on Monday at the Touchdown Club. Yeah, I mean, it, tough situation again, a midseason firing. You had to go on the road, I believe, to FAMU, uh, uh, Florida uh, A&M. Mm-hmm. Again, they only rushed for 20 yards. You know, it's hard to win football games when you can only run the football for 20 yards. I think they had 183 yards of total offense. Florida A&M had 500 yards, so they've got Grambling this week, who is not Grambling of old, uh, but Grambling did have a nice win uh, this past week against uh, Alcorn State. They've actually won- they beat Florida A&M a couple of weeks ago, so doesn't get any easier. Um, obviously, in a transition right now, uh, those players need to be playing for their scholarships, and the coaches need to you know professionally prepare those players the yeah. best that they can. Talk about uh, Division Two, and we were talking earlier. I mean, right now, Harding sits on the outside looking in, but with two losses, they're in awfully good shape with a couple games left. If they can finish off with their last couple wins, 
they're going to have some movement in front of them because some of the teams that are ranked ahead of them are playing each other, and I think they got a real good shot along with Washtaw to get in the postseason. Yeah, you know, uh, let's start with Washtaw. We, we talked about East Central being a, mm-hmm. a kind of a trap game, mm-hmm. and boy, it was yeah. a great finish. And uh, Well, the Basil curse almost got him. Yeah, well, David was at the game. Yes. Yeah. yeah, so OBU uh, escapes East Central. Uh, they've got to go to Durant, uh, southeast Oklahoma, so they've got a road game before the Battle of the Ravine, so they need to pay attention there. Uh, Henderson um, had to escape and come back and win against a, a game Southern Nazarene team. Uh, so if they hold serve this week and OBU hold serve, the Battle of the Ravine will be against a 10-0 and and a 8-7-2 or and uh, Henderson. Why don't they call it the Directional com- Conference? And where's Northern Nazarene? I was still in West. I Southern. Said- I know. Where's Northern Nazarene? Oh, Is there an Eastern Nazarene? What about Western Nazarene? Here's my thing about this whole league, Coach. I don't mind if you say Southeastern, Northwestern. Those are directions. It's fine. Right, right. Northern, Southern, fine. East Central? East Central's not yeah, a direction, right, Coach. Right, it's confusing. Right. I want them to rename their school. Well, you lived in Ada. I did. Yeah. It's the central part. It's it's just it's the central part of Oklahoma, just a little uh, uh, the eastern uh, off central. So that's why they say East Central. Then why don't they just call them Central? There's no Central Oklahoma. Is <laughs> there? It's just a little east of Central. So getting to your point about Harding, yeah. okay? The University uh, of Central Arkansas is not exactly in the middle of Central Arkansas. It's either. pretty close. Though. Okay, it's pretty close. <laughs> West uh, Central. All right, so Harding, they've got to go to Weatherford, which is a long trip. They should hold serve, win these last two. We got in one year in Division Two when I first got to UCA at nine and two. It's hard. They've expanded the playoffs. Harding has a history of making the postseason, winning a game or two. So I could see them getting in, particularly if somebody in front of them gets bumped. Somebody in front of them has to lose because they've got teams that are ranked in front of each other. The the question become, the question becomes, if Henderson can beat OBU in two weeks, how far does OBU drop, and does that? Um, limit Harding's move up. Mm. Does that make sense? And could Henderson surpass Harding with the win over OBU? I mean, those are all great questions. Uh. Those are all great questions. So That's why I'm here. You know, um, the the, uh, the only the, the only other team I want to mention is SAU. They're the only team left in Arkansas that has an opportunity to have a winning season. So if they can win these next two, Southern Arkansas with a new coach, who I'm bullish on in the future, could possibly finish six and five. Everybody else will have a losing record. I uh, want to thank a, a listener. I got a text here that there is a Central Oklahoma University. So that makes yes, sense. there is a UCO. Okay, that's correct. Yeah, but I don't know if there's a Northern Nazarene. I mean, is there any more any state in the country that has more directionals? It's ridiculous. Louisiana. Well, Louisiana used, used to. to used to. Yeah, North. You got Northwestern. Used to have Northeastern, Southwest Louisiana, Southeastern. Southeastern. Yep. Um, I guess that's it. There was a bunch of them at one yeah. time. Why don't you call yourself Central Oklahoma State? We have East Texas State, Texas State, let's see, uh, Southwest Texas back in the day, That's North right. Texas. Those are directions. West Texas State, Commerce. is it West Texas, what is so it, West Kingsville? Texas State. Then you've got Texas A&M Kingsville. Yeah. That's not a direction. But Texas, Texas, Texas has a bunch of directional schools. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they do. Come back, talk some football, high school? Yeah, we need to. All right. 10-52 in the zone, Clint Conk here. For the Natural State Football Report, it's all brought to you by our friends at Farm Brothers Flying Service and Kitchens Truck Sales. Jake wants to talk some high school. We've only got a week left here in the regular season. What's up, Jake? Hey, man. So, uh, my my main focus is really just the classification 6A. Um, I went to Lake Hamilton, so that's kind of where my heart is. But I wasn't really able to be here last week. So, really a question for Wes, but anybody that can chime in, I've seen where Greenwood really put it on PA, 
and I didn't know mm. kind of what y'all's opinions are as far as the ranking there. If it's, you know, Greenwood, PA, Catholic, Benton, Lake Hamilton, or, you know, if there's like a clear-cut favorite and then a drop-off, just, I mean, that's something that, that you know, West focuses on a lot. I just kind of want to hear y'all's opinion on that. That's about it. Thanks, Jake. Uh, it wasn't a – they won by 10. And it was a back-and-forth game. PA led for most of the game. PA had a backup quarterback in. They were playing desperation football at the end. They went for some – you know, obviously they're going to always go always. for it. But they were in a bad situation. I watched the last quarter and a half. I mean, it's if they're both healthy quarterback-wise, it's a pretty even game. Very even. I mean, again, I'm not taking anything away from mm-hmm. Greenwood. No, they were the good. better team, and they played great. No, they deserved to win the game. They made the, some key plays at key points. Both defenses played well. That was the surprising thing. We're thinking this game's going to be – 40s, 50s, and it was a defensive battle. The defense has stepped up and made plays. And uh, I think Greenwood, you got to say, they're the clear cut favorite right now. Uh, on the other side of the bracket, uh, Catholics probably going to be the one seed the way I did the math. Even if they lose to Marion, I have Catholic as the one seed because of the point system and they have the tiebreaker over Benton as long as Benton beats Sheridan next week. Uh, so I think it, it'll be a Catholic PA semifinal game at War Memorial Stadium, mm. and the winner goes on to play Greenwood at War Memorial Stadium for the championship. But don't sleep on Benton. Benton, right. Benton with uh, Braylon uh, Russell now. That dude is a dude. He is this. a hoss. If Greenwood's quarterback doesn't come – I don't know what his injury, the nature of his injury is, although the, obviously the freshman played phenomenal. He yeah. led three scoring drives. Does that change your thinking at all? No. Okay. Well, and I think to Jake's point, though, is that – 6A football is deep this year yeah. with the reclassification. And, and I didn't really mention Lake Hamilton. Deep. No, and that's a big I game this week for PA feelings. to see if yeah. they can bounce back. But Lake Hamilton is a lot on the line, too, playoff seating and a runner-up finish. For the 2-3 yeah. seed. Yeah. And so, uh, a week off. Seven days a foregone conclusion, right? No. No. Okay, who's the next best threat? Well, you got Conway, Conway. or Cabot. Yeah. Okay. And they play this week. And then Bentonville. You're sitting up there with Bentonville in the northwest. So, I mean, but it's – well, I tell you what, uh, Conway Conway at Bryant this week will be phenomenal atmosphere. Mm-hmm. But playing at Bryant's going to be tough. Last year, Conway had Bryant beat twice and couldn't finish the deal. This year, they've got to go to Bryant. Um, it's going to be tough, but, you know, 7A's deep, too. I mean, when you talk about Cap- Cabot's an interested bystander in that deal, sure. too, now. So uh, you've got those three teams in the Central. Cabot beat Conway, right? Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so if Conway beats Bryant this week and they have a three-way tie at six correct. and one, it would central. be the perfect triangle, and it would come down to a point system. And if, and this is a lot of ifs, but if Conway beats Bryant by thirteen, and Conway takes care of their business, or Cabot takes care of their business against North Little Rock, you could have a three-way tie, perfect triangle with the points all being equal. The tiebreaker. Oh. I'm going to guess. Flip that, a coin to oh, decide yeah, who the right. one, two, three. I'm guessing they won't win by exactly 13. but yeah. No, 13 or more. more. Yeah. yeah. Well, That's like, the most you can get, If you can beat Brian by one at Brian, you're doing great. Exactly. But what's exciting is all these teams, with the exception of maybe Greenwood, and they are very good, these are all central Arkansas high school football teams that we're talking about in 7A and, and 6A, you know, Lake Hamilton and what about, PA. And, we've only got like two minutes left. What yeah. about 5A, 4A? Um, 4A, you know, Harding Academy, Warren, um, I still think Star City, Stuttgart, Arkadelphia. Arkadelphia Malvern, yeah. Friday night. Arkadelphia Malvern, huge game. So, I That's mean, it's the game of the week, right? Five A's mm-hmm. deep. Five A's deep this, you know. We're doing um, the uh, Sonic Blast there and the high school game of the week. Big two A game this week. You've got Hazen at Carlisle. And the young man that we just honored at the touchdown club yesterday rushed for 600 and some change the last two weeks for Carlisle. So, 
Hazen has a chance to stay undefeated. Hazen and Carlisle are ranked number one and number two in 2A. Uh, they are also playing for a conference title. They're separated by, what, eight miles? Oh, yeah. This is a huge game Friday night. And the 5A game probably of the week, Parkview goes down to Camden-Fairview. Yeah. 5A South title on the line. Do you think those two little towns of Carlisle and Hazen, that anybody will be at their house Friday night? No. <laughs> That'll be ghost towns. Everybody will be at the stadium. But, yeah. you know, we didn't talk about 3A. I like Prescott and 3A. Um I do think Camden Harmony Grove is playing pretty good for Rising. too. You know, Rising, Hoxie, still think Newport's an outside. The Greyhounds always play well late. So just some great high school football. But uh, uh, I'm going to try to get to the stadium to watch Little Rock yeah. and uh, Marion on, uh, on Friday night and watch the Rockets play. But, uh, boy, I'd love to be in Bryant. You couldn't get a ticket, right? You couldn't get – a rat can't get into Bryant probably this Friday night unless you work for Fox 16. <laughs> Should be fun. Uh yeah, the, the potential for some of these matchups in the playoffs is going to be phenomenal. So happy to see some of these schools uh, from around here back to, you know, Catholic's been such a great story this year, too, for sure. Farm Brothers Flying Service, thank you. Kitchens Truck Sales, thank you as well for the Natural State Football Report. Coach, appreciate you. Good work. Angel, two gig. Okay, we're good. Yeah, we've got to get, your, uh, get you right. Get All you right. right. Okay, good deal. Appreciate you. All right, Coach. Appreciate you guys. Adios. <laughs>